So I feel like I know most of you, but if you don't know, my name's Ron Harvey. I've been going to this church since I was about 16, off and on. Um, And uh, I feel like uh, taking an opportunity to maybe try to testify, tell you about, you know, I am Christian and and why I am and, you know, how God's been good to me. Because I feel like, you know, I don't do that enough. But um, I'd say around 11 or 12, we used to run around with the carnies. Lori would uh, take us to the pool, buy us food, let us come over. And uh, she always had a sweet spirit about her. And um, I didn't grow up in a, in a Christian home. And, um, but God's put people in my life to uh, look up to and, um, you know, talk to. Because when you, you have questions when you're, when you're a little boy, and um, a lot of our friends did, are still not not in church. They didn't they didn't keep the path. And um, I'm glad, glad that uh, God allowed me to do that to keep me. His grace is sufficient. I appreciate Him. And uh, so um, some of the things you know, uh, we had other friends that we'd run around with. But you know, Lori would ask you about your family about your mom and dad and things like that. And and at first, you don't really understand, but she had a sweet spirit about her. She took a, an actual interest into it. I believe I believe she loved us. Um, uh, you go to some friend's house, and um, I always think about they wouldn't feed you or they wouldn't give you a drink. They're just kind of different people. People thought stuff was their own. You weren't allowed in their house. Well, well Lori had this fridge in the garage, and uh, it was the drink fridge. You can go in there and get anything you wanted out of there. And I just, you know, that's just a, I want you guys on the shoot Sunday to think about the opportunity that you have for maybe the kids down the street or, or your grandkids or your grandkids' friends or your, ki- or your kids themselves. Just, um, you know, take those opportunities because you don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know, that's why we go to church here. We might... My family might not be in church. I might not be a Christian if it wasn't for the people that God put in my lives to use. And, um, you know, so one, there's, there's a lot of people here that, uh, that I know on a personal level that I've got to go skiing with, church camp with, you know, the Wallaces that we used to run around with them for a long time. They'd let us go on their vacations, and it's just like, this church has meant so much to me, and I, and I appreciate it, and I appreciate each one of you. I love you guys, and um, I want to give you guys an opportunity. If, if you have a testimony, maybe you haven't testified in a while, maybe you can, uh, if anybody's got one, we'd love to hear it. <clears throat> First Kings 17, 8. So when I started studying, I was, I was thinking about, well, where are we going to go? Um, and I was thinking about, well, I haven't testified in a while, and I was, you know, I wanted to find something that kind of went with that, and that's where the Lord led us. And uh, talking about Elijah and the widow here. So we'll read 8 through 16, and then we'll kind of come back and work through it, and any inputs, more than glad to hear it. Um, verse 8. And the Lord of the God came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth 
to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks, and he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel, that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruse. And behold, I am gathering two sticks, that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do thou hast said, but make me therefore a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make for thee for thy son. For thus saith the Lord of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruse of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sendeth rain unto the earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did eat many days. And the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruse of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah. So, just, you know, the generosity that that people showed me and to get me there, that's kind of like where we're going with this. Her generosity to make that cake and to and to give it to Elijah and to give it to him first. So, so we're going to kind of read back through and I'm going to try to go through some some things that God showed me through the through this right here. So, in uh, verse 9, arise. So, I'm picturing he's sleeping, and God tells him to wake up and go somewhere. So, I thought of times that I've been dead asleep, and, and God's woke me up and showed me something. You know, some, some things that you maybe pray for somebody, or, or call somebody, or, or check on something. And then I thought, well, he's done that when I wasn't sleeping, too. Sometimes he's waking me up. I'll be going down the road, and, you know, he'll tell you this or that or go this way or do that. There's something ahead. There's some danger there. Or this is where I need you to be so God can use you. So I, I was just thinking about that, you know, some opportunities that might come in your life when the little boy's coming down the street and he just wants a drink of water. You know, you might, he might be coming for a drink of water. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. But then all of a sudden, hey, can you get the, can you get the food too? Can you get the cake? And uh, I appreciate those people in my lives that showed that generosity towards me. And um, so he rose and he went where God told him to go. I feel like that's key. If we're not in this church where I'm supposed to be, not at another church, or I got to be where exactly where God wants me to be. Not that there's not bad church or good churches out there or, or where you need to be, but when you're here, we need you. And um, I appreciate every one of you. And if you don't see me a lot, we travel a lot. We go a lot of places and do a lot of things. And I'm a fireman, so I work every third Sunday. I work every third day. So we, when we're not here, we miss you, and we appreciate you. And when you guys aren't here, we miss you, and we want you to be here. And um, we'll just keep on cranking along here. Um, down in the next verse, let's see here. I do a lot of um, do a lot of deep thinking. So when we work, we work for 24 hours, 
and you do a whole lot of sitting, and you do a whole lot of thinking, because there's not always something bad going on at the fire department. So when I take these deep pauses, just know that I'm just, I'm really trying to dive into it and go exactly where God wants me to go. Because that's something I've always learned from this church was, it's not really a script, but, you know, if you sing the songs that have the anointing, that the ones that God wants you to sing at that time, things go a lot smoother. And when you and when you teach on the things that God wants you to teach on, it goes a whole lot smoother instead of having a, having a book. Like uh, I was putting a roof on yesterday for my sister-in-law. My father-in-law was there. I was like, I got to go home and study for Sunday school. And he's like, well, we're in this, this book. We're in Corinthians or something. And, and he's like, you know, it just kind of already lays it out for you. And I'm like, well, I feel like you should always be where, exactly where God wants you to be. Now, it's not easy. You got to really study it out. You got to really pay attention, and you got to really, really be in tune with God to be exactly where He wants you to be. So that's just kind of like, I don't know, I don't know where it's going with that, but this is kind of where we end up being, and and that's one thing I appreciate about it, about the Lord. When He shows me something, I really know that's where He wants me to be. And at the end, you could—it's just—it's powerful. It's powerful when you're in tune with God and you know exactly where you need to be, because this woman was, this widow was in the right place too. So first, we have Elijah listening, and <clears throat> he's arising, and he's going, and she's outside the gate, and she's picking up these sticks, and so we got two things going here. We got Elijah listening to God, being where he wants him to be, where he wants him to be and then we have the widow woman at the right place at the right time. So we need to take those opportunities when God puts us in these places to do the right thing at the right time. Invite that person to church. Give that person a ride. Because as we go on down through the verses here, I think about, um, he asked for water first, right? He asked for a drink. Well, it's real easy to give somebody some water. You know, you can invite somebody to church. That's easy. Hey, I go to Roxalana, you, you know, come down, check it out. But then God might tell you you need to do something else. So Elijah says also, can I have the rest of your food? So God might say, hey, I want you to pray for that person too. Not just invite them, I want you to pick them up. I want you to put them in the car and drive them down there. So I think about when we're on this path and God puts these opportunities in our lives, sometimes he's just going to, it's going to be, it's a bigger opportunity than you think it's going to be. So the opportunity that Lori allowed me to have by going to church and God using her has allowed my wife and kids to be in this church. It's allowed me to fix Tim's sewer, build him a deck. It's, it's just like it's always an opportunity to further the kingdom of God. And I appreciate that. And um, let's keep going. So as we come down through here, we're talking about the cake and we're talking about giving God your all when he asks for it. Sometimes we, we hold back and, and we don't want to give him our all. You know, I, I can go to church, but I might not sing in the choir. I don't want to go that far. I might not teach Sunday school class. I don't, I don't really want to do that either. I just kind of want to sit over there and watch my kids be bad. So just give God your all, and he'll just keep giving you more and more and and it will just keep blessing you, and I just want to encourage you 
I want to encourage you to just keep, keep going, keep giving God your all, and keep allowing Him to bless you. Because she feared certain death because she was going to give all the food. Or the last of the food. She's going to eat, they're going to eat the food, and then they're going to die. Sometimes you might feel like you're at the end. But God, will he'll keep giving. He'll keep sustaining, just like he did them. They just kept, they were, every time they went back to that barrel, it was there. And any time you need God, he's going to be there. You know, he's, he's always going to be there. Just keep going back, keep going back, keep going back. And he'll feed you, and he'll give you exactly what you need. And um, I appreciate that. I appreciate him. He's, he's always there, and he's always, he's always going to help me. Now, I might not always go there first, which I get caught doing that a lot of times. I try to do it on my own. But when I know that all I need to do is go back and, and do it with God, it's always going to work out. Um, I'll keep going here. So there's a... There's a plan here. It had to be done a certain way. So pay attention to the details when, when you're doing these things. I feel like God's a, a God of the details. And so first, she had to make the cake for Elijah, then the cake for them. So sometimes when these opportunities arise, we need to, we need to check on the details. Um, you know, there's a purpose, there's a process, and... And, and God's always going to help you with that as well. And then let's keep going down. Next line. So in 14, just, you know, reiterate, God's going to sustain you. He's going he's gonna to help you. God's going to, you know, when you're going through a tough time, when you sit down and open your Bible and you're having trouble thinking about something, I do a lot of that at work because we have so much free time, you know, just chilling for 24 hours, as they say. And um, that's my opportunity to sit down and reflect and to, to you know, kind of see where things are going with my life, like what I need to do. But, but God's always going to be there, and he's always going to sustain me. I just always got to lean on him. You know, when the bad calls come at work, things like that, he's always going to help me with those things. And uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate him. Um, what time are we supposed to be done? 10.25? Okay. We're doing good. Um, and, uh, and then I was thinking about, I just feel like there's so much stuff in here. You could talk about her generosity. You could talk about God sustaining um, um, her obedience because she had to do the process, so they could keep a blessing. I mean, it's kind of crazy to think that, but it, but it is. If she wouldn't have obeyed, they would have died. And I'm not saying, you know, if you don't go to church, God's going to kill you or something like that. I'm just saying, you you got to be careful with obedience. You need to listen to God. You need to you need to grow closer. You need to obey Him. You need to use use God to help you. And we need to we just need to listen. Sometimes we we just don't sit back and listen and and just kind of meditate on where He wants us to be and the process that we need to do it. Uh, all right. And then on sixteen, 
And the barrel mill wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by God. So, just saying it again, that it was enough. They did what God wanted them to do, and, it, and God came through. And God will always come through in your life. And uh, I just appreciate them. And uh, that's, all, that's all I got.